welcome to Gas Station Chronicles, a place to stop and refuel on the truth, the truth about who God is and who you are because of God. Welcome. I'm your host, Pastor Kelly Russo. James and I have been together for 14 years. We've been married for 10. The story of how we met and started dating is pretty funny, but I'll have to save that for another day when you and I sit down and have coffee together. I remember in the early stages of our relationship, I was so in love with him and I still am to this day, but it was more of an infatuation. It was more about um, getting to know him and him getting to know me and us kind of, you know, working things out together. And it was so exciting. And we did long distance for two years. He was living in New York on Long Island and I was living in Chicago. So we spent a lot of time apart. And when we were apart, we would constantly be connected. We would call each other first thing in the morning to say, good morning. How are you? How'd you sleep? We would text and email and call all throughout the day. And at night we would spend hours on the phone together, just getting to know each other and talking. And, um, when we were together, we couldn't get enough time together. We had to plan the next trip of who was going to come out to visit who and how long the trip was going to be because, again, we could not get enough of each other. We would go to great lengths concocting crazy plans to be together. We had to overcome multiple obstacles to be together. And in the end, it's all worth it. This is how God is towards us. God is crazy about us. In fact, not just us, he's crazy about you. His love is unlike infatuation where it fades over time. God's love never fades. It's steadfast and unwavering. Why? Because God is love. He is the source of all love. His love is consistent and steady and unconditional. His love has no strings attached. His love is all-encompassing, whole, and never-ending. It endures forever. God has gone and will continue to go to great lengths to have a personal relationship with you. For you to truly know him. The Bible says there's no greater love than for somebody to give up their own life for someone else to live. And that is exactly what Jesus did for us. He gave up his life, his divinity to come down to humanity, experience what we experience and all of its mess and ugliness so that we could believe in him and have a direct personal relationship with God the Father, both now while here on earth and for forever in heaven. Because God's love for you is so strong and so steady, he can't get enough of you. When you think about God calling out to you, it's a voice of love. 
His love is longing for you to truly know him and experience him deeply and intimately. His voice is tender and soft, seeking to draw you closer, draw you in so you can experience him. When you do, God embraces you fully, without hesitation, without reserve, without judgment of what you've done in the past, just a full embrace. Because God wants you to experience his love and truly know his love. Because when you do, you're forever changed. Forever changed. So we have to look at God as if he's looking at us with loving eyes. And we have to know what love is in order for us to know who God is. If God is love and love is patient and kind, then God is patient and kind, encompassing that love. In 1 Corinthians 13, it says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it's not boastful, it's not proudful. It's not rude and it's not selfish. Love is not easily angered and it doesn't keep a list of things that you did wrong. Love is not happy with evil, but celebrates the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And that's who God is. And God is crazy about you. He calls you his beloved. You are God's beloved. You were made to be loved, be loved. Nothing you do can earn his love because he gives it freely. Nothing you have done will prevent God from loving you. And nothing you do now can separate you from God's love. We can see a prime example of God's love towards us when he speaks of his son, Jesus. After Jesus got baptized, it says that the Holy Spirit descended on him in a bodily form like a dove and a voice from heaven said, you are my son whom I love with you. I am well pleased. God was pleased with Jesus before Jesus even did anything. This was before Jesus started his ministry. He decided to get baptized, and on that occasion, the God of the heavens came down in the form of a dove and spoke over his son, which he does to us too, and says, you are who I love. I am well pleased. You're my beloved, whom I dearly love. You don't have to do anything or perform in order for God to love you. For me, 
as a recovering three Enneagram, the achiever personality, this really sets me free. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to achieve anything. I don't have to perform or hope that what I do makes God love me. I just have to be. I just have to believe and respond to God and his love. My response is because he first loved me. I think of the prodigal son. And we know the story about how he goes to his father, he asks for his inheritance, and his father freely gives it to him. And the son goes away and he squanders the money. He spends it on all kinds of things that we would now consider indulgences, things that are a waste. Maybe he even spends it on prostitutes. I don't know. But what we do know is he squanders it all. He uses all of his resources and he comes to the end of his rope where he's taking care of pigs and he's looking at their slop in their pig pen saying, oh, maybe I could eat this. I'm so hungry. And he comes to the conclusion, I'm better off going back to my dad and asking for him to use me as his servant than working here in this pig pen and starving to death. So he comes up with this whole plan of what he was going to say and how he was going to act towards his dad and and who he was then going to become, which would be his dad's servant. So he returns home. And the beautiful thing about the story of the prodigal son is that it is how God responds to us. When we turn to God, And we want to come home to God, no matter what we've done, no matter how we've behaved or what we've wasted in life. The father rushes out to meet the son, fully embraces him. Huge hug that lasts a little bit too long, makes the son a little bit uncomfortable. The son breaks into his whole spiel of, dad, I know that I've wasted everything, but if I can be your servant, and the father goes, ah, 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 shh, 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 shh. son, you've come home. You were lost and now you're found. You were dead and now you're alive. And he just continues to embrace him, kiss him, clothe him, gives him back his, his, his family's ring to say, no, you still have a place here in my house. Celebrates with him. Doesn't keep a record of wrong. Doesn't hold it against him. But rips it up as if it's a debt that he no longer owes and embraces him full on with love. That is how God is towards us. Whatever was separating us from God, love will conquer it. It's God's desire since the beginning of time to have a relationship with his beloved And he goes and has gone and will continue to go to great lengths to show you his love and to be known.
My prayer for you comes from Ephesians. I pray that out of God's glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled to the measure of all fullness of God. That's my prayer for you to know his love, how wide, long and deep and high God's love is for you. It surpasses understanding. May you feel that, may you know that, and may you live in that love. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to Gas Station Chronicles, a place to stop and refuel on the truth, the truth about who God is and who you are because of God. Here's some spiritual nutrition for the road ahead. 1 John 4 verse seven, and also verse eight, God is love. John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. Matthew three seventeen, also recorded in Mark 1, 11 and Luke three twenty two, And a voice came from heaven saying, you are my son whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. The prodigal son is found in Luke 15, verse 11 through 22. Thanks for joining me today on Gas Station Chronicles, a place to stop and refuel on the truth, the truth about who God is and who you are because of God.